Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone else joined the call who would like to say good morning? Good morning, Sister Yvonne. Yes, God is good all the time. And I heard someone else. Good morning, this is Sister Anita. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Good morning, this is Sister Anita. Good morning, Sister Anita. Good morning, Brother Michael. Good morning. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday to you as well. Thank you. Is anyone else? Good morning. Good morning, it's Prosperous Pam. Happy Good Thursday, morning. family. Hi, Susie. Good morning, Prosperous Pam. Happy Thursday to you, too. Anyone else like to say good morning? Oh, I hear some background noise. Can someone mute their line, please? Thank you. Does anyone else join the call would like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone else joined the call? Good morning, Susie. It's Diane. Happy Thursday. Good morning, Diane. Happy Thursday to you as well. Good morning, Susie Q and the family. This is Bubbly. Happy, thankful Thursday. Good morning, Bubbly. Happy, thankful Thursday to you. Hey, good morning. It's Didi. I might as well follow the two other Ds. Good morning, Susie. <laughs> good morning, Didi, Sister Didi. <laughs> the three Ds. <laughs> yeah. One, two, three. <laughs> That's pretty nice. Does <laughs> anyone else join the call that would like to say good morning? Good morning. This is Leonia. Good morning, Leonia. Um, um, hey, mother. I, I want to, uh, hi, baby. I'm, I'm, requ- I'm sorry, I'm a little mixed up this morning. That's okay. I'm, I'm asking for prayer from Jeff G. this morning. For Jeff who? Jeff G. G. The e. letter, pardon me? E, E, E. E, Jeff E. G. Jeff G. Jeff G. Oh, Jeff G. Uh-huh. Got it. Thank okay. You. Thank you. I got it, Leomia. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. How do you spell your name? L E O M I A. L E O M I A. Leomia. Okay, now I got it right. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Has anyone else joined the call would like to say good morning? Good morning, this is Janice. Good, good morning, Janice. Good morning, it's Sister Tracy. Happy Thursday, everyone. Good morning, Sister Tracy. Happy, happy Thursday to you as well. 
Anyone else like to say good morning? On this beautiful Thursday morning that the Lord allowed us to see. Has anyone else during the caller would like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone else? Someone needs to mute your line, please. Is anyone else join the line that would like to say good morning? Is anyone else join the line? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Is anyone else join the line that would like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone else joined the call that would like to say good morning? Good morning. It's Pretty Patrice. Good morning, Susie. Good morning, Pretty Patrice. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Happy Thursday. You're welcome and happy Thursday to you, too. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, everyone, it is 6.05, so it's time to move forward. So we ask that you mute your line so that we can proceed. And hello and good morning. My name is Susie, and I am your hostess. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Saturday, starting at 6 o'clock a.m. Pacific Time to edify, empower, encourage and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed too. Be sure to join us daily in July for the monthly theme entitled is Wisdom. Our wonderful and gifted declarers will definitely bless you. We do have two announcements today. Ladies, please join us tonight and every Thursday night for Walk It Out Women's Call hosted by Ms. Lisa Porter. They will be going through the book entitled Emotionally Healthy Spiritually. It's impossible to be spiritually mature while remaining emotionally immature. And that's by Peter Sazewell. The call takes place from 6 to 7 p.m. Pacific Time, right here by dialing the same number tonight. You will be blessed. Next, we encourage you to partner with Declare Victory in giving in an effort to share the gospel both locally and abroad. We thank you in advance for your gift. Please visit DeclareVictory.org or PayPal.me forward slash DeclareVictory or Cash App dollar sign I Declare Victory. And I'll repeat that, DeclareVictory.org or PayPal.me forward slash declare victory or cash app dollar sign I declare victory. 
We pray many blessings by our Heavenly Father be returned to you for your giving and trusting in Him. There were no prayer requests from the app, but we do have a spoken one from Leomia. She is asking that we pray for Jeff G. The order of the call this morning is prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Bubbly. The declaration will be brought by Apostle Pierre. Then we'll go right into the closing comments hosted by the declarer, Apostle Pierre. And I'll repeat that. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Bubbly. The declaration will be brought by Apostle Pierre. Then we'll go right into closing comments hosted by the declarer, Apostle Pierre. The scripture for today is Proverbs 19.8. The only one that gets wisdom loves life. The one who cherishes understanding will soon prosper. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask that you put your phones on mute until instructed to come off mute. I now pass the call to the prayer warrior, Bubbly. Everyone have a wonderful and blessed day. Bubbly, are you there? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Good morning. All right. Good morning, and thank you, gracious Heavenly Father, for waking us up this morning, God. You didn't have to do it, but, Lord God, we are so grateful that you did, God. God, I thank you this morning for Brother Jeff G., Lord God. His mom is asking for prayer. Is asking for prayer this morning for him. I don't know what's going on, but you know everything that's going on. We ask that you cover and keep him, strengthen him, oh God. Touch him, oh God, from the top of his head to the soles of his feet, Father God. I thank you, Lord God, this morning for Susie, for greeting this morning, and for Brother Apostle Pierre, who will be bringing the message, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, for this this month's theme, Lord God, wisdom. Your word said, if you if you lack it, they ask it, and you will give it to us liberally, God. We thank you, Lord God, for what you're doing in our lives right now, God, and what you've already done, and what you're going to do in the future, Lord God. Lord God, we thank you, Lord God, this morning for life, health, and strength, Lord God. God, I thank you for being in my right mind, Lord God, because somebody out there is not in their right mind, Lord God. Help us to be the witnesses that you are calling us to be, Lord God, to let someone know about the goodness of you, Lord Jesus. Father God, I thank you this morning for... um. Excuse me for all the administrators, oh God, in, in this in the Senate, and in the, the mayors and the governors are um, and that are in leadership, Lord God. Ask that you continue to touch the president, Lord God, the vice president, the Congress, all of those that are in leadership over our nation, Lord God. God, we ask, oh God, that we we take into consideration, Lord God, to keep our face covered, Lord, with our mask, Lord God. That we continue to look to the hills that come where our help comes from, Lord God, to be mindful, Lord God, that this COVID-19 is still out there, oh God, and that we be mindful, Lord God, 
I hear, I know a lot of people want to say they're uncomfortable with the mask. We need to be thankful for the mask, Lord God, that just for the little inconvenience to cover up our faces, Lord God, that would be the difference, help be the difference in what we do, Lord God, each and every day, Lord God. My part on that, Lord God, is that I'd rather be in with a mask on my face for a few moments than to have a something, a mask to help me breathe, Lord God. Father, help us to be more mindful and God, be careful in all that we do and say, Lord God. Oh, Lord, I will bless you. Bless your name, Lord God, because you're so worthy. You're so good, Lord God. The word said, bless the Lord, oh, my soul, and all that is there within me, Lord God. Help us to just continue to just look to you, Lord God, and be thankful and bless you, oh God. There is none like you, Lord God. Hallelujah, God. I just bless you. I love you, Lord God. Thank you for loving us this morning, God. Thank you for touching us with the finger of love, God. Thank you for just keeping us in your keeping care, Lord God. Bless our minds, God. Bless our spirits, Lord God. Let, let us open up our mouths today, Lord God, and tell someone about you. And just bless and praise your holy name, Lord God. God, there is none like you, Lord Jesus. There is none like you, Father God. We just thank you in advance for what's going to be said today, Lord God. Let us have an ear to hear, Lord God, and a grateful heart, Lord God, to continue to just Praise your name, Lord God, because of God, you are God, and, and there is none like you, Father God. We just want to say thank you, Lord God. We just want to praise you, Lord God. We know you are a heart fixer, a mind regulator, and you are Jehovah Rapha. You are the healer, Lord God. We just thank you, God, for all that you are, Lord God. Touch the young people today, Lord God, that continue to just Call out your name. And as they go out and protest, Lord, let them take you with them, Lord God. Hallelujah, God. Just continue to strengthen us as a people, Lord God. Hallelujah. I thank you, Jesus, for all that you are doing, Lord God. Help us to continue to speak the good word, God. Give us a good word, God, to share with somebody else, Lord God. Help us to be kind. Let us show love. That's because that's what you've done with us, Lord. Let us take that out into the highways and the byways, God. Cover those who have didn't have a place to sleep, Lord God, because I'm so grateful, so grateful that I had an in, indoor sleep, God. We thank you, oh God. We could lift your name up, say hallelujah. We thank you and we bless you, Lord God. And as we take our phones off mute, God, and just give your name the highest praise, just give you thanks, Lord God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We just thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you. 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 Thank you.
Hallelujah. And we give you a Thank you, God. 
If you're speaking, sir, we cannot hear you. Is there anyone that can get in contact with him? 
Are you on the line, sir? Pastor Pierre, are you there, brother? He's on his way. Just give him one moment. Okay, thank you, darling. Well, while we wait, if there's anybody that joined the line that'd like to say good morning until he gets here, we're so glad to, we'll love, be glad to hear your sound. Good morning, Sister Buckley. God bless you all this morning. Hey, good morning, God morning, great morning. That's E.K. Dawson. <laughs> good morning, brother. Good morning. This is Barbara I'm sorry, I didn't hear you now. Good morning. It's Barbara Velsabranti. Hey, DC. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning, Sunshine. Well, good morning, Sunshine. Good morning. I'm sorry, there's a lot of background noise. Good morning. Good morning, it's Deborah Monster Evans. Hey, Deborah Evans, how you doing? Good morning. I'm getting you. Great, thank you. Good morning, Bubba Lissus. Good morning, family. Hey, she's a five hundred bucks. <laughs> so good to hear your voice, Mr. Morning. Good 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 morning, Prosperous Pam. Good to hear your sound as well. Good morning. Good morning, family. This is Angela. Hey, Angela. Girl, how you doing? I'm doing good. Bless you all. Oh, bless you as well. Um, Hold on on for a second. His brother, uh, excuse me, Apostle Pierre, has he joined the line yet? Hey, guys, I am on. Sorry about that. I was wrapping up a meeting that I had to do for work, a Zoom call. I definitely apologize. We ran to hear you sound, brother. So I'm going to go ahead and pass the call to you so that you can bless us this morning. Amen? And we can let you know the back. Amen. Hey, guys, I am so sorry once again for the delay. I had got called into a meeting at work. But as always, I am so glad to be with you guys today. But let's jump right into the word. I just have two scriptures for you today. The first one is Ecclesiastes 7 and 12. It says, for wisdom is a defense and money is a defense, but the excellency of knowledge is that wisdom giveth life and them that have it. And then we're going to look at James 1. 
verses 5 and 6. If you lack any wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally, and awaiteth not, and it shall be given him. But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering, for he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea driven in the wind and tossed. So for a moment, I want to talk just for a simple moment. If somebody can mute their phone for me. For a moment, I just want to talk about when I asked, I received. When I asked, I received. And so when we look at this, in both of these texts, we do see here that the writer of the text is telling us that if any man is lacking wisdom, let them ask of God. And so for me, for a long time, whenever I would ask the Lord something, it would not be for wisdom. I will always ask for, you know, more understanding of his him to bless my family with something. I will always ask for him to to do something for my friends. But what I found out is that what's the purpose of having money? What's the purpose of having these things if I do not have the wisdom to handle them? And so most of the time when we get into these situations, we're asking God for something, but we're not asking him for the wisdom to do it. We're not asking him for the wisdom to get it done. We're not asking him for the wisdom or the strategy of how to implement these things in our life. And so my first point to you today is, where was the place that you lost your wisdom? Where was the moment where you lost your wisdom, where you lost the very things that you um, had been asking God for? And one of my mistakes that I made in seeking wisdom of the Lord is I began to think that my wisdom was his. And meaning I began to think that the way that I thought was his way. And in reality, it wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, one of the mistakes that I made personally in my personal life was when I got ready to launch my first church. And I thought that it had to go Give me a favor. I'm getting a lot of feedback on this. Man. Can you please just mute your phone for me? All right, thank you. And so one of my mistakes that I made when I started was I began to think that my wisdom was God's. And so I began to position myself to open this church, and I thought that it had to run a certain way. And I did not seek the Lord's wisdom. I didn't seek the Lord's strategy. I didn't seek anything. I didn't seek anything. And so the very first principle of wisdom is, number one, being humble enough to know that you don't know it all being humble enough to know that you do not know it all. You do not have all of the answers. You do not have, um, you don't have it all. You don't. And that's one of the hardest pills to swallow is because as people, we tend to want to have the answers and we don't. So that's point number one. I don't have it all. (laughs) I do not have it all. Number two, in what recognizing wisdom, I have to understand that if I use God's wisdom, then failure would not be an option. If I use God's wisdom, 
then failure will not be an option. And what that means is simply this. If I depend on the knowledge of the Lord, if I depend on what God has given me, if I depend on what the Lord has said to me, I will not fail. When the pressure is on, it's important for you to press. And so we get, I'm not saying that there will not be times where we have Pastor Pierre, we can't hear you. Give him a minute. Okay, I don't know what happened. My phone just did something crazy. Can everybody hear me okay? Yeah. All right. I'm sorry about that. All right. So when we lean on God's wisdom, we will not fail. Failure is not an option. And so what we have to understand is that there are going to be times where we've come up against adversity. There are going to be times where we begin to come to a place where there is obstacles that are placed in our way, and it makes us think that we are leaning on our own wisdom. But when we know that we hear God, you have to be sure that you are standing on the wisdom of God. And so when you know that you hear God, there is a point where now, you're able to conquer. There's a grace that comes. There's a conquering grace that is being released on us when we begin to do that. And so your future is determined by what is, construct, what is constructed of. What are you saying? Or what do you do under this pressure? When the pressure is on, is it the most important time for you to lean into your wisdom? The word of God says, in all of thy getting, get an understanding, but it also says this, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your path. Most of the time when we find ourselves in trouble, one of the things that you can ask yourself is, did I lean on God's wisdom or did I lean on mine? When was the last time you act, you sought God's wisdom for an issue that you were facing? When was the last time you really depended on the wisdom of the Lord and said, God, what do I do in this? Before I cuss her out, before I reach out and put these hands on her, what do I do? What do I do? The wisdom of the Lord will teach us how to deal with everything that comes our way. The third point, anytime God convicts you in a situation, his grace is available through wisdom to restore you to that same place. I know that sounds like a lot, but anytime God convicts us, it's his wisdom that restores us. I was watching The Shack, and in the movie The Shack, there was a character, and the character, when he got to this mountain, he went through the mountain and he went up the up this like wall into this room. And the lady said to him, Hey, you think you know what's best? And she said, Well, what do you think about this person? He said, Well, that person needs to be condemned to hell because it was a man that was beating his son. What do you think about this person? That person needs to go to hell too. And he said, Well, who are you? And she said, I'm wisdom. I'm wisdom. And so 
in that, she brought up his two children. And when she brought up his two children, she said, okay, well, cool. Your son lies to you and your daughter shuts you out. You have to send one of them to hell. Who's going to be? You or your daughter. And he said, I mean, your son or your daughter. And he said, I can't. And end up saying, no, well, I can't send any one of them to hell. Send me. Send me. And she said, well, if you can't do it, what makes you think that God can? The wisdom of God will use the worst situations and bring us closer to him. The wisdom of God will take the obstacles and the things that are wrong about us and convict us and use it as the opportunity to bring us close to him and to bring us in the place of communication to him where we seek God, how do you do that? Just imagine, how did God get him to a place where he was able to forgive the person that murdered his daughter in the shack? There's a grace that comes through seeking the wisdom of God. Not only is there a grace that comes through seeking the wisdom of God, and this is going to sound sort of oxymoron, but there's a wisdom that comes with seeking the wisdom of God. When we begin to ask God his thoughts, when we begin to ask God his ways, when we begin to ask God for his mind, there is a key that is unlocked to us and there's a key that's released to us that begins to position us for not only a place of power, not only a place of authority, but it positions us for a place of correct decision making. So we need to put a, a pin in that and make a note to ourselves, hey, before I make any decision, let me ask God for his wisdom. Let me ask God for the key. Let me ask God how would he handle this situation? Because there, there, was a, um, there was a movement that was going on, I believe it was in the early 2000s, late 90s, and it was WWJD, what would Jesus do? If we had that movement right now and we all had the wisdom of God Half of the things that we are experiencing right now, we would not experience because we have been waiting and we have been asking for the wisdom of God. And so no one's concerned about what would Jesus do anymore. No one's concerned about how would God handle this. No one's concerned about seeking the wisdom of God. We want to lean to our own understanding and then we want to ask for forgiveness. And that's not the process. That's not the process. The process is not just, oh, do what you want to do, and then, you know, grace is there to forgive. No, there's a wisdom that as a believer we must operate in. There's a wisdom that God is releasing to us, but we got to first position ourselves and be willing to act. We have to have the courage to act. If we do not have the courage to act, then we cannot have the arms to receive. Got one more for you. Sorry, got to go back to my notes. Proverbs 9. Let's look at Proverbs 9, verse 10. It says that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, 
and the knowledge of the holy is understanding. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. The fear of the Lord. It's the fear of the Lord. When we get to a place where we no longer know that the, we no longer care about the Lord's watching. We no longer just um, look into what, what God says or how God feels or how it affects God's name. When we begin to lose that reverential fear of the Lord, we are lacking wisdom. When we're out here running amok, we're lacking wisdom. And so there's a grace that comes on us once again when we fear the Lord. It's the beginning of wisdom. I don't know about you, but when I was growing up and I would hear them tell stories about God, I was like, ooh, no, I need to be his friend. I need to be his friend because these things are in place. Because he'll do this if I don't do this. And so there was a fear that came that made me seek him. And I'm not saying I was manipulated into my relationship with Christ, but what I'm saying is that there was a preach word and a preach way that brought a fear of the Lord to where now anything you've done in your life, you want it to seek it. But seek ye first the kingdom of heaven and all of his righteousness and all these other things will be added unto you. There was something that they preached that provoked us to a place of trust, that provoked us to a place of fear, that provoked us to seek the Lord's wisdom. There were things that I would not do unless I asked the Lord. And so my question to you today is, when was the last time you asked for wisdom? When was the last time you asked God's way? When was the last time you began to position yourself to really get downloaded the mind of Christ concerning your situations and concerning your next move? What does wisdom look like for you? Wisdom is not having PhD and BA behind your name. It's not having doctor in front of your name. But wisdom is when you're able to articulate the mind of Christ and when you're able to make godly decisions based on what Holy Spirit leads you to do. That's wisdom. That's wisdom. Wisdom has nothing to do with your personal level of intellect. It has nothing to do with your opinion. It's not wisdom. I put a status on Facebook, and and it, it became a little controversial. And what my statement was, was I said, just because it sounds like a deep revelation does not make it biblical truth. Some things are simply misinterpreted or misdirected opinions of Scripture. The proof is in the word, not in your opinion of it. Just because it sounds deep doesn't mean that it's wisdom. Just because it sounds deep doesn't mean that it's Bible. And so we have a lot of people that are being driven away by false wisdom because they're getting it from people and not from God. The word clearly says to us, if any man lacks wisdom, let him ask of the Father. That's why Solomon was so blessed. Solomon was blessed because he could have asked for any other thing in the world, but yet he asked for wisdom. Because he knew that if he asked for wisdom, then he'll know how to handle the money. He'll know how to handle the power. He'll know how, he'll know how to not fall into the mistakes that his father made, even though he fell into some of them. But when we seek God's wisdom, it prevents us from making unfortunate mistakes. 
And so when we ask for wisdom, there, there's a grace that comes on us, man. And I know some of you may have been expecting me to, me to go back and prophesy, but, but the wisdom is, is the key. This is the key. I was so glad when I saw that Dion had chosen wisdom for this series. Because wisdom is not something that can be faked if it's true wisdom. Wisdom will stop you from being manipulated. Wisdom will stop you from falling into demonic patterns. Wisdom will stop you from repeating mistakes that you've made before. In the movie The Lion King, Rafiki had a stick and he used to hit Simba on the head with it. But when Simba got wisdom, Simba knew to duck. Simba knew, hey, this is a pattern. Wisdom helps you mark the pattern. What pattern have you found yourself in? What thing have you found yourself going over and over and over and over again that God has been trying to give you the wisdom to get out of, but you won't add? What's that thing that God is waiting for you to ask wisdom for? What is that thing that God is waiting for you to, to seek him on, for wisdom on? Not, not to seek him for an outlet, not to seek him for a release, not to seek him for a blessing, but what is that thing that he's asking you to seek him for wisdom on? Yeah, other people can give you their opinion. Other people can give you a word of the Lord. But the power is in when you ask for wisdom. Were there any new people that came on the line that would like to say good morning? Good morning, it's Moni. Hey, Moni. Good morning, it's Patricia. Good morning. Good morning, this is Elsie. Hey, Elsie, anybody have any questions or comments for me? Hey, Stevie, I wanted to say good morning, Pierre. Awesome, awesome, awesome work, man. Good morning. Good morning, y'all. Brother Eric. Hey, Brother Eric, how are you? All good right. morning, Carla. Good. Good, morning. good morning. Good morning, Apostle Pierre. Can you repeat uh, number three for me, please? Yep, let me go back. Hold on one second. Let me go back to my notes. When pressure is on, is that the one that you're referring to? The grace one, I think she's asking. Oh, that wisdom gives you a grace to face obstacles? I believe it was Proverbs 9. 
You mentioned something about anytime God connects us. Yep, so the scripture for that is Proverbs 9 and 10. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the Lord is his understanding. The knowledge of the Holy Spirit's understanding. One second. I have closed out my notes. Anytime God convicts you in a situation, his grace is available to restore you. Did you get that? Yes, I got it. Thank you. Okay. You're welcome. Anyone else? Good morning. Good morning, family. Um, Apostle Pierre, you talked about um, the conquered faith. What happens when, um, I'm not going to say you lose it, but what do you do when that conquered faith is shaking or a situation has um, shaken it? How do you get back to that place? And so, and, and that is a natural place for us to be. It's a natural place for us to be. Um. Although I'm Apostle Pierre, although I'm Prophet Pierre, I'm still in places where my faith can shake or my faith can waver. But once again, I stand on the wisdom of the Lord. And so the wisdom of the Lord is simply his word. What does his word say about that situation? So, yes, a person could receive um, news that they have cancer. That's cool. They can receive that news and it can shake their faith. It can. Because they can pray all day and say, God, you know, let let the negative results come. Let the negative results be be what be what they are. Let them be negative. And then that person come in and say, Well, hey, it's cancer. Okay, cool. So now this is where we up our wisdom of the Lord. God, give me wisdom on how to deal with this situation. God, do I take chemo? Do I take radiation? God, what is your wisdom concerning this? And we begin to decree by his stripes I'm healed. I'm still standing on the word. Wisdom is his word. Wisdom is his word, but wisdom also gives us strategy. There is a man by the name of Apostle John Saber. I think Apostle Saber died last year, year before last. But when Dr. Saber found out maybe six years ago that he had cancer, he asked the Lord's wisdom. And what the Lord's instructions to him was, was don't take chemo and don't take radiation. And so he said, God, well, what do you want me to do? And the Lord said, stand on my word. Dr. Saber, I kid you not, this is a true story. Dr. Saber ripped out pages in the Bible. And the boxes that the the washing machines used to come in, Dr. Saber took the word of God and he posted it on the inside of that washing machine box. And he stayed in that box for seven days, just declaring the word of the Lord over himself drinking nothing but water, and he walked out of that box healed. And so the wisdom of God, it, it would have looked foolish to us. We would have been like, man, if you don't take that chemo, if you don't take that medicine, if you don't do this, if you don't do that. But the wisdom of God told him, 
hey, get inside of this box and just declare the word of the Lord. Get into this, this, this small space where all you can see is the word. And watch what I do for you. And so when our faith gets shaky, I believe that that's when we dig deeper into the word and we dig deeper into the presence of God because it may sound foolish to us. He uses the foolish things to confound the wise. It may sound foolish to us, but when he releases the instruction, I think that that instruction not only gives us wisdom, but I believe that it places another foundation of security in our faith. It begins to elevate our faith to another level because now some trust in chariots, other trust in horses, but we trust in the name of the Lord. And so it teaches us another thing about his name, and it helps us to dwell in that place of wisdom. Did that answer your question? Yes, thank you. You're welcome. Anyone else? Hi, good morning. This is Sister Tracy. Uh, Thank you so much for your declaration on this morning. And when you talk about wisdom, I listened to Dion yesterday and I listened to you today and I thank God for wisdom. Um, I am working on abandonment issues and I had been, I haven't spoken to one of my sisters in over 20 years because of my pride. I didn't know how she was going to, how I was going to feel if I called her. And she rejected me. You know, that was me. And I got the wisdom. I prayed and I asked God. I said, I can't, you know, get up every morning and pray and go before the throne and worship you and love you and read your word and not apply what you tell me every day. And I picked up the phone uh, two days ago and called my sister. And I haven't spoken to her in over 20 years. And the weight that had been lifted off of my shoulder. I can't believe wow. I begin to tell you the amazing feeling. And it was because of me being, you know, stopping myself, me being in my feelings and emotions. But, but when I went before God, God said, I always got you. I just need you to trust me on this. And I just picked up the phone and dialed the numbers. And, you know, it was like if, I, if we had never stopped talking, but I lost 20 years because of not being obedient to what he told me to do because I was stubborn. Wow. And and that goes back to point number three. Anytime God convicts you in a situation, his grace is then available to restore you. And so he, he convicted you and, and actually you recognize the conviction through wisdom because you said, Hey, how can I worship you and how can I do this and how can I do that if I'm too prideful to do this? And so that was the conviction, but then there was a grace that was released and there was the wisdom that was released for you to even know how to handle the situation. I want to say something, and I want to make sure that I articulate it um, the way I hear it, all right? Because one thing that's really stuck out to me about what you just said was you said because you had an issue with your pride. You had an issue with your pride. And if you never remember anything else, remember this. It's uncomfortable for your flesh to be crucified, but it's uncomfortable for your spirit not to be crucified. It's uncomfortable for your flesh to be crucified. It's it's uncomfortable for your flesh to not be prideful, but it's uncomfortable for your spirit man to be prideful. And so it's uncomfortable for your flesh not to be crucified, but it's really uncomfortable for your spirit man 
not to be crucified. Your spirit has to be crucified, and the only way it can be crucified is, number one, staying connected to God and seeking his wisdom, seeking his ways. Seeking his ways, because if I live in the way of the Lord, then I have the wisdom of the Lord. If I have the wisdom of the Lord, then I'm in the plan of the Lord. Man, that's good. You just really bless me. You really bless me. Anybody else? Tracy. Uh, good morning. Good morning. I'm sorry, I heard two people. Um, it was Leisha. I'm not sure who the other person was. Go ahead, Leisha. Okay. I'll go after you. Okay. Good morning. Um. Apostle Pierre, I appreciate your declaration. And, you know, so for me, because I pray for wisdom often because I really want to be in God's will. And so what I, my question is, how do I know when I pray for God's wisdom concerning a decision if I'm really hearing from him? Because just to get current, I, I've been wanting to move and then – um. I found a place that the lady wants to give to me, but I'm not sure if that's really what God wants me to do. And so I'm just praying for wisdom because I really want to make sure that wherever I move is where he wants me to be. So uh, my question is, how do I know that I'm really hearing from God concerning that? When we ask God for wisdom, nine times out of ten, um, Number one, Satan is not going to ever tell you to do anything that's going to edify, exhort, comfort, or encourage anything that you want to do. It's not going to happen. The second thing is, usually when we ask God for wisdom on a situation, and he gives us wisdom and we follow those instructions, everything lines up. Everything lines up. So there's not going to be a real struggle with it. So, for instance, if you say, well, God, I really want to move. Is it my time to move? He says, yes, it's time to move. Start looking. You start looking, you find the place. The place is what you want. The place is for the price that you want. The place is in the area that you want. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So those things begin to fall in place. And I'm not saying there won't be any obstacles, but if if you seek the Lord's wisdom, he'll make easy and successful your way. Okay. And so those things will fall in place, and it will be exact. So she'll say, hey, your your deposit is $800, and you, you exactly have $800, or you have right. more than enough. You get what I'm saying? So it won't Absolutely. be the way you have to struggle to get it. Okay. All right. Well, that makes sense. Thank you so much for that. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Anyone else? Hi, Apostle Pierre. This is Prosperous Pam. That was Hey, Amazing declaration as usual. How you doing? I'm doing good. Good. Hey, um, wonderful, wonderful declaration. And um, every time someone asks a question, it just takes me into like your teaching is just so good. And I just want to tell Tracy, Sister Tracy, that was like that blessed me too. What you said, um, and it reminded me of um similar thing. Like I have siblings and stuff and we grew up in a really close household, but since we've gotten older, it seems like after my dad passed away, the, 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 there had been, there's been some sort of shift um, in our family environment. It's really odd because my dad was the most quiet, but he clearly was like the balancing one, but God is so good. He's doing some re- 
restoration, but when she was saying about she called um, her sister and she felt like a weight, and then you were just explaining to Alicia uh, about how to hear from God, that he, God just get, gave me something else. He's been teaching me to let things go. I've been going through a season of um, I'm so used to um, working really hard and getting what I want because I work so hard. And like, if I, you know, even in my line of work, what I do is, um, you know, I have to kind of go and push and that kind of thing in a, in a friendly way, but I'm used to being determined to get what I want. And I've been, um, and I've been in a season where um, it was like been the past couple of years where when I was out of work for the first time in my life or a year and a half, I was like, what? You know, it's just something that usually has never happened for me. And um, God's been teaching me so much, but he's t he told me to let it, he said, leave it alone. Like he told me that when you were talking to her and she called her sister, me, I'll call and try to make things right and stuff. But God is, tells me, I think, to leave it alone because I've gotten so, um, I used to be afraid of what do you call it, abandonment and rejection, but I've been so rejected <laughs> the past two years. Like I've gotten rejections, I'll say, from different things where it's applying for work or anything like that. Like it's just been such a, God's been strengthening me in areas. I don't know if this is making any sense, but I'm just giving a testimony to him of what he's doing and continues to doing my life like the season that I used to always be able to get what I want and he's told me to leave it alone and then I see them coming around I'm not doing anything I have to stop and wait for God to move and so that's just that was deep about the wisdom part because he continues to give me wisdom my wisdom is not God's wisdom so um I'll get off my um soapbox but this is just declaration to the Lord and how he's worked in my life he's so powerful and he's still doing it I see um things are just moving in such a beautiful way with my family but it's because I stepped off and left it alone and left it to God so that's all thank you again yeah, no that's that's good and that's that's even a testimony to me because even in my family um there is some conflict in some areas, even concerning my, my grandmother. And so for me, I used to always be the one to try. And, and here's another wisdom nugget right here, uh, a nugget on wisdom. Don't always try to defend and don't always try to uh, be the one with the solution. And so I will always step in and try to defend and try to be the one to bring peace. And mm -hmm. I'll never forget what my great-grandmother said to me. And here's what she said, because I have an auntie that will always, she seems like to be the one that always keep up mess in the family. And I used to always be the one to pick up the phone. No, it's not going to get handled unless somebody confronts her. Somebody has to say something to her, because if she doesn't, then it's going to keep happening. Until you teach a person how to handle you, they're going to mishandle you every time. That was always me. But here, the Lord brought back something that my great-grandmother said to me, and it was this. A still tongue makes a wise head, and a soft answer turns away wrath. And so that what that means is, a still tongue makes a wise head, and a soft answer turns away wrath. I believe it's in Proverbs, but it, it says a still tongue makes a wise head, and a soft answer turns away wrath, which means this. That sometimes, instead of me feeling that I have to stand up and say something, my silence speaks volumes. Yep. And a soft answer turns away wrath. Sometimes, instead of me giving them a piece of my mind, I can just say, okay. And so the wisdom that God gave me and how to deal with that situation now is, whenever my grandma needs something, I just handle it. 
I don't call on them to do it. If they don't do it, the moment I hear my grandma say I need or I want, I take care of it, even from Atlanta and she's in Chicago. And when they say, well, you think you, okay. Or sometimes I won't reply. And so it's some, in, in some situations, your silence speaks value. And that's wisdom. Because I got to know what to put my mouth on and what to be silent on. It's some things that wisdom will teach us not to entertain. Let a fool stay in that foolishness. Anyone else? Hey, man, I'm about to throw my phone. Can you hear me? I'm going to throw my phone. Oh, that, would that would be real foolish. But, oh, my God. <laughs> uh, Apostle, <laughs> that, this whole conversation, um, re- re- when you talked about the wavering of faith, and our, me and Armani were talking yesterday, and he was apologizing, you know, because I guess when you go away to college and then things happen, and then he's like, Mom, is, is that normal? Yeah, that, and I'm so glad you said it. Because we seem to we seem to forget that when the cares of life come upon us and things happen, yeah, it's tested. You know, you get a diagnosis and they'll give you a deadline. I, my girlfriend was told when her she would live until a certain date, and I lost it. I literally lost it. She was the one that was still God. I trust God, but me, I was like, really? You know, I had a I went through a meltdown. So I thank you for this whole dialogue, everything from restoration of relationships and putting that pride down and 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 making those phone calls and and like you said the foolery all of it is so good this morning because um the wisdom 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 not about degrees it's not about any of that titles is not about any of that so i thank you every time you share young man i can call you because i'm way older than you i get blessed and i get wisdom and i want to get back into the word and i really been in my word a lot more so thank you so much i already tagged our money so that he can hear especially that part about the faith wavering because I think a lot of people get thrown off when they go through things and they feel like oh well, I'm not trusting God yes you are and thank you for taking us to that that psalm too about trusting in chariots and swimming horses but we trust in the name of the Lord just trust him for everything so I thank you so much this morning love you thank you love you as well yeah I mean that's that's the thing wisdom um I think that and this is going to sound, it may sound a little deep, but I promise I'm not trying to be. But when you look at Jesus, when we look at the life of Jesus, every time he was in the garden, when he was in the garden of Gethsemane, every time the enemy came with him with something, he came back with the word. Hey, if you be the son of God, turn this stone into bread. Man should not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out the mouth of God. And he came back at him with it. So what wisdom teaches us, is wisdom teaches us how to kill our flesh and how to stand up in the word of God. And so when we're able to do that, that's what that's what keeps us. Anybody else? Good morning. Um, I'm sorry, Apostle Pierre. <clears throat> Excuse me. This is Bubbly. This is my first time ever hearing you declare. First of all, I said that's a young man, and I didn't know. I was like, that's a young man of God, and I'm like, Didi, I know I'm older than you because I'm older than her. Anyway, I just want to say, man, 
you know, you bought the meat and potatoes. You know, we didn't get no appetizer. We didn't get no salad. You went straight for the word. But that, I mean, you brought it. I mean, just, um, and the way you bought it was amazing. You hit me where I live in two places in movies. I haven't seen The Shack in quite a while. I might have to go back and look at it again. Cause Man, I've watched I remember, it I remember that scene. Because I've, I've seen it. We went to the movies and saw it, and I think we did a study on it. And I, that's the last time I looked at it. So I'm going to have to go back and look at that. But I remember when that wisdom part where he had to, she had to tell him, you know, put it in a perspective where you had to choose between your kids. You know, you hit people where they live. And she definitely did that. So it gave him a lot of insight and made him see things differently. And I appreciate the way you did that. The other one was The Lion King, which is absolutely one of my Disney favorites. And it was when Rafiki was trying to tell Simba, you know, just like when he hit him in the head, he said, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Because that that happened before. You know, it was like, okay, it happened. Move on. Move on. And this is this lesson was such a blessing to me because I knew this this um, month's theme was about wisdom, and I was like, oh, man, oh, that's this going to be good. So I just thank God for you and how you are allowing God to use you mightily, and I'm just grateful to be able to hear you, hear you speak, and prayerfully I'll be able to hear you speak again. God's choice blessings to your life, young man. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Um, while you were talking, one of the things that um, I heard, and maybe you guys want to write this down, is this, and, and I'm probably going to put this on a T-shirt or something. I literally just had the Holy Spirit drop it in my spirit. Ignorance teaches you to live in the past, but wisdom teaches you to look in the future. That's good. Say it again. Ignorance teaches you to look in the past, but wisdom teaches you to look in the future. And, and so as long as I live in the past, I'm going to always be ignorant because I can only look at the results of the past. But after the past takes place and I, and I look for wisdom, let's, let's look at, um, matter of fact, we can use the Lion King. We can use the Lion King. Rafiki hit Simba on the head. And he said, ow, that hurt. What did you do that for? Rafiki replied back to Simba, it doesn't matter. It's in the past. Rafiki swung the stick again, Simba ducked. And he said, hi, you learned. And so when, when we're ignorant and we don't see it coming, we'll always get hit. But when we have wisdom now and that situation comes again, we already know where the trap is. We already know how it's going to work out. And so wisdom teaches us to jump over that thing and move past it. We already know that it hurts. So if Simba wouldn't have moved, he would have got hit again and it would have hurt again. And so the ignorance is what causes us to go back through cycles and go back into relationships and go back into things that hurt us. But when I learn from that thing and I get the wisdom of the Lord, I can see it coming from a mile away and I know how to deal with it. Mm. Make sense? Absolutely. That was a mic drop moment. It's Krishanda. Good morning. Loved your declaration. Good <laughs> so good. So good. We're going to look forward and not look back. 
Thank you, Lord Jesus. God bless. Thank you. Bless you. Anyone else? That t-shirt t-shirt message sealed the deal. Yeah. Well. All right. Well, let's pray. Father, we thank you for those that are on the line. We thank you, God, for even this series on wisdom. We thank you for every declarer, God. We thank you for what you have taught us on today. And so, Lord, your word declares that if any man lacks wisdom, let him ask of the Father. And so, God, we're asking now that you will give us wisdom, not only in how to deal with life, but, God, give us wisdom on how to walk with you, because we know in walking with you, success is always our goal. Success is always inevitable. And so, Father, we ask that even as you download wisdom into us, Father, we Act that you will just continue to show us how to utilize that wisdom and how not to live in the past of ignorance, but how to move forward. Father, your word declares that the steps of a good man are ordered by you. And so, Father, order our steps on today, Father, as we start this day, download and drop little wisdom nuggets in our life situations on today, God. Give us teaching moments. Give us wisdom moments. Give us moments of clarity. Give us moments of insight. Give us moments of revelation. But God, give us God encounters with you where you become our teacher. You become our rabbi. You teach us, Father, through wisdom and through your word, through life experiences on how to deal with your people, how to deal with the situations in our day. Father, I speak blessings over everyone that's on the line and even those that could not make it on the line today. I speak great grace and mighty victories over us on today, and we will never cease to give your name praise, honor, and glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I love you guys. Amen. Love everyone. Bye-bye. Love you all.